0: Minneapolis 911, what's your emergency? It's another episode of Minneapolis
1: 911. Welcome to today's show with your host, the mayor of Minneapolis after dark, L.A. Nick. And along with him is beautiful and hilarious co-host, comedian Hesley Ray. They'll be bringing you the 411 and 911 of our beloved city.
0: And we are back with Minneapolis Marvel. I'm, I'm LA Nick with my co-host Hesley Ray, and we are in a new year.
2: We're it's 2018.
0: I, I can remember last year like it was a, like it was a couple of days ago.
2: Ah, but it'll boom, and I thought I was the beautiful and hilarious comedian.
0: I only have one headset. One side, uh, only
2: one side of my and my other side's all like crackly.
0: It's like it's it's on crack. Our
2: studio stuff is breaking, but that's okay because we're still going to put on a good show. It's that's my volition. We always
0: put on a pretty good show, but we always do. I get rid of my headset
2: before we get into our usual banter. um, We do have guest in studio tonight. He's a private investigator in the area, solved over seventy cases that the police could not solve, and I'm excited to ask him some questions. Um, and to pick his brain, because I've got some hey, serious... Hey, I,
0: I just found a magic button. In case anybody's headset doesn't work, there's a thing right here on the cord, and you press this, and, mm-hmm. and it works perfect. Oh,
2: I'm going to play with my cord for a little bit then. Yeah. Um, all right, so anyway, we have a fun guest on the show tonight, um, so stay tuned for that. Nick, you, um, you recently opened your own bar in downtown Minneapolis called the Superstar Bar. I got the chance to go there and check this out myself on Friday night. It was so fun. Yeah, you had fun. And I had a ton of fun. (laughs) I was and like I have to remind people that I'm sober, so I like I don't drink liquor. I was like Break dancing. I don't know if you'd call it break dancing.
0: No, we did have professional break dancers, and they were amazing.
2: Well, I was doing my own dancing, and it was weird. Yeah, but... dancing. <laughs> I don't know
0: if I would call that dancing. <laughs> um,
2: but it was super fun, and I was like, I didn't want to say this because it sounded like maybe I was like a hater in the beginning, but I was surprised at how fun it was, and like how many people you had there, and how swanky. Lo- you had those like huge bottles of champagne. Who does that except if it was a, like legit thing? I was like, this is a cool bar.
0: Well, it's a superstar bar.
2: It's the super. I was surprised you let me in, to uh, be yeah, honest. I was
0: surprised they let you in. I,
2: <laughs> I was shocked. <laughs> so I had come from the Harmar concert at First Ave. Yep, with, Harmar um, Superstar. Soul Asylum. I have to say this Harmar, like, knocks. He. Like just does an amazing job every time I've oh, seen yeah. him he's, live. He's amazing. he is the best. Like he is I, the best performer. I have
0: two people that, that have the Minneapolis tie. So Harmar Superstar, Yep. and uh, Mark Malman. Yep. I think both of those guys are great performers.
2: They are. I mean, they want to put on a show. They want you to have a good time, yeah. and you do. Like when and- when Harmar takes off his shirt, I like I seriously lose it.
0: I don't know how anybody would want to follow him. <laughs> I
2: don't like, know. Like, did the energy
0: level just go to nothing when Soul Asylum came on?
2: Yes, it did. Okay, so here's the here's the thing. Soul Asylum is, like, like it's not the real band anymore. It's right, it's one this, guy. one guy. Right. And it was, like, you're on this huge armor high, and then Soul Asylum comes on, and he had, like— so halfway through his set, he like his own gross old hair got stuck in his mouth. So he's like picking his hair out of his mouth. Harmark came back on stage and did a song with him. Then everyone like came back to life. And then people were yelling like, "Do Runaway Train so we can leave!" And like, <laughs> uh. like all we wanted, like so we stayed for Runaway Train. The minute it was over, I was like, "I am out of here." Soul Asylum, like I'm sorry, like he's still trying. He's still trying to tour. When you don't have the full band together and it's new people, it's over. But but, but listen, when it's
0: 25 years old, it's over.
2: It's over. I mean, like at this point, like he should be doing something else. He should be like touring to like help children's hospitals or something. I don't
0: think he has enough fame for that.
2: I don't know if he his like by name alone, and I don't even know his like. I went to the co- I don't even know his
0: name. I don't think any. Can anybody name anybody in the in, the in Soul
2: Asylum? I don't know. I was excited because like it's part of the. 90s. There's only a few
0: of those years bands that you could name a member.
2: Yeah, I guess, but this one too. I mean, could I was you name just, like, anybody
0: in Creed? No, or anybody know any of those bands?
2: No, they were an entity, and that's why when the entity collapses, you know your franchise does too, your brand does too. You yeah. can't go on stage with like nineteen-year-olds who are backing you up and do Runaway Train by yourself. No, you can't do that, and especially after Harmar. So Harmar, like I, I paid you know thirty-two bucks to see the show. It was thirty-two dollars well spent because of Harmar after that i went to the superstar bar and i had a lot of fun and so here's my quest like my, my quest because harmar is um local and i do know him like he and i well you know, that
0: would be a great show for the superstar bar
2: well that would be a great show for the superstar bar but i was thinking for this show minneapolis nine one and get his take on like you know But imagine
0: Harmar superstar at the superstar bar. Holy
2: crap, it's like it was named after him. <laughs> so anyway, moving along. That was a good night. I'm proud of you for your bar. Like well done. You Thank know? You. I Thank mean you. I think that I it was it. it was really good. I hope you um you know, continue to enjoy success there. And then um, I did want to talk about a little bit that Justine Damon's case came back up in the news recently. And I think we talked about this last show, but there's more going on because I thought that the attorney, um, the prosecuting attorney had said that he wasn't going to press charges. What he actually said was he didn't have enough information yet to make a decision. And so we all, like, I remember saying this on the air, like, I'm so mad, like, how could this happen? But everything got misconstrued. He was at some kind of party. It was like a holiday party, and somebody was taping him. And his answer to the question about the charges was, I don't have enough information yet to make actually, a decision. Actually,
0: it was. he said, I don't have enough evidence yet.
2: yet. Well, I watched the tape. Either way, he has not made a decision yet, which I am glad to hear. And I'm glad to hear that he's taking his time because you do need to have, I mean, you're, if you're going to prosecute, a cop and you know with the international side of this involved and i want to ask our guest about this later as well his thoughts on you know the the cultural relations and like our perception as a country in a situation like this let alone perception as the city of minneapolis so so i applaud him actually now for taking his time i think he should Mm. at the same time Uh. people need Mm. answers and we need to know that we live in a safe city we're not afraid of cops you know,
0: I need something to hold this button down.
2: Do you want me to just pull, hold it for you the entire time? I'll do that for you. It's hard. Do you know why I'll do that for you, Nick? Because I love you.
0: I love you, too, but I'll do it.
2: Okay. Well, anyway, so so that's all going on. Um, and then
0: meanwhile, the city council and the mayor gave themselves a raise.
2: Yeah. What the <laughs> hell is that about? I mean, people are, like, working their butts 10, off to
0: thousand, save the, the $10,000 $10, a year raise.
2: Who? That guest, it was Jeffrey Jin draw on, right? Who does that, um the boxing thing or whatever for? What was that? Thing? What you have the? It used hat. to be called
0: Fighting Chance, but they had to change your name. Somebody sued them.
2: Right. Okay. So the, what was formerly known as Fighting Chance? Yeah. Now it's and called
0: <laughs> North Minneapolis Boxing Club.
2: Okay. He runs that, like saving all these kids, like trying to do things like that. And now our city council sits down, and Mayor Fry is like, you know what I need? I need more money in my. Millions of dollars pocketed pockets, and you know what? Every single council member said, "You know what? I deserve ten thousand more dollars a year for the mediocre job that I've been doing in not keeping the city safe at all and not doing. Well, I anything. read. I read the Starchy Moon and, article.
0: And it said him. That his whole team had to go get fitted for new suits because they didn't own suits.
2: Well, God forbid they're not wearing a suit when people are shooting each other on our streets.
0: And they had to hire, he has to hire a personal security team now.
2: Well, of course he does. I'm pissed. Like you should be scared of me. That one I actually agree with. He does need a security team because this is angers me.
0: I think I need a security team.
2: Because I was getting so angry right no, now. Maybe the same. it's my hormones. I don't know. Everybody
0: who lives in the city of Minneapolis needs a security team.
2: Yeah, true. So <laughs> how do you justify this as somebody as as somebody tasked with the responsibility of Governing our city, governing our Minneapolis Police Department, being in charge of all of that. How do you justify giving $10,000 more each for each city council member and more money to yourself when there there are places out there that are actually making a difference that could use this money and do such greater and good what, for long time. What doesn't
0: make the sense the most is you have somebody, that's, some people who just got on city council a month ago, and some people have been on for 28 years, and they all got a $10,000 a year raise. You're How right. does that make sense?
2: That should at least have been stacked on experience or, you know, like, hey, Goodman, you know Is she out now? Or no, Lisa. Okay, so Lisa Barb Johnson's okay, out, which okay, is Bob a shame. Okay, Barb Johnson, which is, yeah, that is a shame. But Lisa Goodman, okay. Right. She's, that was a big she's loss. She's been around forever. Like, okay. You know what? She's served forever. She's doing her best. You know what I mean? Like, she comes time after time. Give her, like, a dang soup from Macy's and, like, you know, $10,000. Fine. You, like, creep from down the road who just got elected because, you know, whatever. You stick with what they used to get. And then I want to see some action in this city. So far, I've seen no positive changes. Have you?
0: You know what? I hate to say it but i don't see Nicolette mall coming back to life
2: so the no positive changes
0: but i mean they did it in the great i think Nicolette mall looks nice but there's mm-hmm. no people on it
2: and even like, the
0: days that it wasn't that cold right. people just aren't migrating back there
2: well you know the thing is is like okay Nicolette mall was down for so long and it like Three years. the the timeline kept changing too. That people just lost faith. Plus, all those businesses that drew people in before are gone now. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not gonna go down there. Like, what is down there? There's Target. a There's a There's a downtown Target that you could go to. And if I, have, you a new, lived I have a new prediction too. What's that?
0: That, I, that that in 2018. Remember my predictions.
2: I do. They always come true. 2018. You're like a wizard. You
0: heard it here first. In the year 2018, <clears throat> Target will get bought out. Okay. By Amazon.
2: Okay. I believe, I believe. Target stock yeah. will
0: drop like a rock because mm-hmm. they won't change the name. or will keep it as target since. Uh-huh. So ta- Amazon also bought whole food, whole food stock dropped like a rock. Okay. I believe the same thing will happen with target.
2: So they're not dropping it like it's hot. So, they're dropping like a rock. So don't That's buy target stock. So whoa. well, now they won't. Your prediction will be made. And if you have true. it, if you have
0: it, sell it now.
2: Target's been having problems for a while. I like we've talked about this before. I used to work for Target Corp. was one of the like 500 million people who were laid off. I don't know why they chose me. Maybe because like I wasn't that funny in our meetings. But, um, you know, like they've been doing massive layoffs for a while, and we've all worried that they would pick up and move. It'd be cool if Amazon would move here, but I don't know if they're going li- to leave Silicon Valley. I don't think weather. Amazon will
0: ever move here, and I think they they will take over some of Target's office space, but mm-hmm. not. I think they will get rid of all the office space downtown.
2: So what will be left of downtown? I mean, right now the draw is like to go to events. You know,
0: well, it'll be the well. You have you have a house of charity, and then you have Salvation Army.
2: Well, true, true. Both big have, draws. And
0: then you have the h c m c
2: CMC. <laughs> you have H C M C and then uh-huh. you
0: have you have, you know, lot multiple homeless shelters. Yeah. And food ch- and and soup kitchens. You're um, right.
2: You they know, did, I was they looking at fly- this negatively. You
0: know, they, did you see the guy they found down the sidewalk yesterday?
2: Yes, I did. Okay, so that was in the the thirty one hundred block of Emerson North. Yeah. And yeah, I mean that that happens all the time though. That's like to me where I, I read that, I was like, Oh that's do another the t- one. See
0: the two people they found the car, both O D'd? Yes, both I saw that had- too.
2: Okay, so so we're not I mean I wanna be positive. I wanna give the city council and Jacob a chance. But the first change they make, before they even prove themselves as, like, we're credible and we're going to fulfill our promises, the first big thing they do is give themselves more money. That doesn't give me a lot of confidence. But he
0: didn't, he didn't own a suit.
2: <laughs> I think Jacob Fry owned many suits.
0: Well, his, his assistant didn't.
2: Oh, well, then, well, then I mean, that Zach. changes everything. I like Zach, Zach though. I like Jacob, yeah, too. you know what? They need as, more suits. Let's people. give them all more suits. All right, well, we'll be back. Uh, With Bob Norberg, PI, he is our amazing guest for tonight. We're going to learn more about Minneapolis and more about crimes and solving them. And this has been another segment of Minneapolis911.com.
1: it's a car it's it's a truck no it's super shuttle super shuttle the blue and yellow vans that pick you up from your office or home super shuttle to the airport corporate office or a night on the town super shuttle picks you up and takes you there no more hassling with luggage or airport parking eliminate the expense of taxis the traffic jam or that creepy guy on the bus call super shuttle today 1-800-BLUE-VAN that's 1-800-BLUE-VAN super shuttle will pick you up and take you there
2: We'll be right back with more Minneapolis
1: 911. You want great hair? Join the Evolution. Evolution Salon, the Twin Cities only Lanza Concept Salon. You want great hair? Join the Evolution. Evolution Salon has everyday styles, event cuts, (laughs) color, foils, (laughs) makeup services, hip, cool, and oh, so so stylish. stylish. Delivered by the area's top hairstylists that will make you look like a runway model. Finish off the look with great products exclusively from Lanza. You want great hair? Join the Evolution. And experience hair culture at Lynn Lake in South Minneapolis. It's about higher standards. It's about lower prices. It's about time. A car dealer treats you the way you want to be treated. Welcome to Star Auto and Truck Sales in Ramsey, 7009 West Highway 10. At Star Auto and Truck Sales, it's about never having a dissatisfied customer. The Star philosophy means taking care of you before and after the sale. Higher standards, lower prices, and value start at Star Auto and Truck Sales. Use keyword Star on the station's website for more details or at StarAutoAndTruckSales.com
0: and we're back Minneapolis 91.com all things Minneapolis good and bad and with my co-host Hessse I have a little bit of a hoarse throat from New Year's Eve
2: yeah you're a partier. Oh I'm not a
0: party I just talked to a lot of people yeah it's you do. you have a lot of
2: connections it's a
0: loud place.
2: So, I want to introduce our guest for tonight because he's a really interesting guy. Um, coincidentally, I've known him for years in a different life, a different way. Um, we weren't married or anything, but he just found out tonight that it was going to be me <laughs> interviewing him, and he almost walked out. He almost turned around and walked out He's was like, her, no. So, with that as his intro, uh, this is Bob Norberg, PI. He grew up on the east side of Los Angeles. He attended a Los Angeles City College, University of California, Long Beach, 1969. He worked as a private contractor to the government and military 12 years all around the world. He returned to the metro area and finished his degree at the University of Minnesota in 1988. He worked downtown Minneapolis as a security director for another 15 years left to start his own agency, which she is doing now. Um, he's worked with all five precincts of the Minneapolis police. He's worked with the DEA, Secret Service, Drug Task Forces, NSA, Interpol. County Sheriff's, Minneapolis Fire Department, and CERT, Leader for Downtown Area. He's got an impressive resume and really great stories, some of which I've heard, and I'm sure in the years that we've missed each other. Bob Norberg, you have more. You were telling me before we started that you've solved over 70 cases. 70 cases in how many years have you solved?
3: Well, I'm going on uh, seven years now.
2: So like 10 cases a year you'll Correct. solve. Okay. How did this start, and where do you get your cases? Like do, do you have like a ad that goes out on the internet every once in a while, like, or a commercial? Uh, and like you're sitting in a chair, and you turn around reading, like, I'm Bob Norberg, P.I., anything like that?
3: Well, I'll answer your first question first, okay. which is how I got into it. Okay. Um, really, all of my work with the government and growing up, I was always protect and serve. Mm-hmm. Boy Scout, uh, ROTC programs, uh, working with the government, and then, as you know, uh, Director of Security downtown Minneapolis for 15 years. The reason I got into public or private investigations, really it's public, is that when there was a crime, and there are plenty of them, as as you all know, um, the when the police or the sheriff's left the crime scene nothing happened they go back to their squad car they fill out a report and they go on to the next call if you've ever been down there on a thursday friday saturday night they stack calls they mm-hmm. can't even get to all of them and basically i felt for those people that weren't getting what they felt full service and when i retired uh from Security, I started my own investigation service.
2: And it's called Bob Nuergerberg PI?
3: PI Investigations. PI and I do have a website okay. to answer your second question. Okay. You can find me on the Internet real easy. Okay. Just type in private investigator or, you know, uh, detective, and I'll pop up. Uh, my three main focuses, I have to be approved by the board of the state of Minnesota. and You have to have a primary focus. Was missing persons. Okay. And there's not, probably only one other person in the entire state that works on that. So if you come downtown, stay at a nice hotel, your little seven year old girl decides to go over to, used to be Macy's, uh-huh. and doesn't show up, what do they do? Obviously they panic.
2: Amber alert, panic, yeah. Correct. Uh-huh.
3: Hope that the police will do something. Right. And nothing happens. And then they.
2: That's when they rope you in?
3: That's when they rope me in.
2: Okay. So, and you, like, you have 70 cases solved. How many of those were missing people?
3: About a third.
2: Okay. And then the other cases are generally what?
3: Uh, they could be anything to, uh, I get a lot of abuse. Okay. Um, I work with uh, uh, battered women, mm-hmm. and I get them out and take them to shelters if they're not booked. Some of them are booked over a year now to even get in. Mm-hmm. And I help them through that process.
2: So do you have to document the abuse, too, so that they have a case for court or child support or anything like that? Do you also do that instead of just getting them out of the situation, which obviously that's the life or death thing, but do they call you and say, you know what, I need you to, like, get something so that I can bring this to a judge?
3: When when I walk them through the process, that's one of the things I do. If they've been abused physically mm-hmm. where they can show signs I have them go into the hospital or a doctor right away and get that documented for further case course
2: right okay and then the other third of the cases are
3: like right now I'm doing uh, uh, a couple of cases where they're child custody battles okay and one spouse uh, will take their child or children uh, for a certain period of time and then not bring them back
2: Oh, okay.
3: And the counties and the police do not get involved in domestics anymore. Mm-hmm. And what they what the people been doing is coming to me for my service to go pick up the children and bring them back to the rightful parent.
2: Got it. Okay. That's all very good work and it's good that you're out there doing this because the I mean, like you said the police departments are overwhelmed.
0: How much cooperation do you get by from law enforcement. Do they cooperate with you or do they do not cooperate with you?
3: This is a whole new area we're in right now with the police, with the counties and the police saying we don't do domestics, and they're in an awkward position. Uh knowing my background and working with them over the years, they will cooperate with me more so than anybody else. So if I go to a home and I think there's gonna be violence I obviously run background checks to make sure that the parents don't have weapons in the house, things of that nature. They will come and enroll as a backup to me so in that, case there's a law broken.
0: So they do cooperate? Yes, they do. Yeah, cause I, I've, I've talked to all the—I know a couple other private investigators, not in the city of Minneapolis, but in, in the country, and they told me they get the opposite, like the police departments will not cooperate with them. They won't give them any information. If it's a cold case and they're trying to—the family hired them— the, you know find the find the person who did it that the that's the cops will just say nope, we're not giving you any information, just period, we don't care that you're a private eye we're just I'm not helping you
3: and I've heard that as well uh and that's again if if you know them, if you can establish a relationship you're going to go a lot further right, so you
0: have history and you have relationships, that you've built history when
3: with. Uh, I had a, a situation where talk about stories downtown of uh, seventeen year old Came home to her parents in Edina, said I was raped. And they obviously called the police right away. And after two or three weeks of no follow up, the the police got tired of them calling them and they gave them my card. So I helped them out by taking the, the parents off their backs. Okay. And I solved that case.
2: So what happened? Was there actual rape or did the daughter lie?
3: the daughter lied
2: oh see
3: how perceptive you are
2: i know i could just tell when the police were not interested in anymore there's got to be something more to this story so um i have two questions for you one is a like simple possibly yes or no one it should be more in depth first is being a private investigator anything like it is what we see on TV, like Magnum P.I. Are you like him? Do you wear a mustache when you go out? Do you wear disguises? Do you, do you have one
0: of those old Ferraris? Because I'm looking for one Do of you those. have
2: a Ferrari? Yeah. I mean, do you go out in costume ever? Do you spy on me? Yes. <laughs> okay. C- could, I,
0: could I hire you to, to spy on her?
2: <laughs> Don't have to. That's a freebie. <laughs> okay. And then the next one is, what is like the most interesting case you've had during your tenure as a private investigator to you.
3: I would think that uh, we had a a child that was um, coming out of a dance studio right down on Hennepin Avenue, and uh, an individual suspect tried to grab the child and take him. I, I should say that the average price for a child under 10 years old, blonde hair, blue eyes, Uh, from meth addicts is going about $50,000 cash. So there's a big incentive to move children. Uh, Well, anyway, the parents panicked. They called the police. They came in. They had cameras, but they couldn't see anything. And I don't know if you ever saw uh, Taken with Liam Nilsson And he saw a picture of the suspect in a reflection on a phone booth. Uh That's how I found him.
2: Wow! I
3: used the uh, windows across the street as a reflection into the camera. Found out that there was a UPS truck parked right from right in front of the incident. Uh-huh. I called UPS. Found out who the driver was. Called the driver. In other words, I did the detective work. I did the groundwork. Right. And then I had the picture of the guy and everything. We went through the mug books. We found him. Close the case.
2: That's amazing. Bravo to you. Um, And I'm sure you've got like millions of these stories. When we go through our 911 calls after the next break, um, feel free to jump in and give us your opinion on these types of calls. Um, We've got tons of them. And we're going to go into a few other stories, too. But again, before we go to our break, will you please tell people again how to reach you in what types of situations they should reach out to you? Um, if there's other options you'd like them to go to first, that type of thing. But your contact information, Bob Nordberg, would be helpful. Again, we want people to be able to reach you.
3: Well, first thing I want to do, and I didn't get a chance at the start, is thank you guys for what you do. You're bringing information about crimes, 911, to the Minneapolis audience. And as we talked uh, earlier with another individual here, that uh, there's a lot of people that are naive, about that, there's even the level of crime that goes on that right. actually does. So by bringing this to your audience, you're helping to educate them. Hopefully, they don't panic in the future. Cops are not the bad guys. You mentioned that earlier. Mm-hmm. You have to be uh, civil. You have to make sure your 911 calls count. Yep. Not just panic and call. Right. Again, you can reach me on the internet uh, under Private Detectives. You can find me under www.pi.com I have wonderful testimonials that's in there a,
2: that's a pretty good URL
0: yeah
3: thank you how'd yeah. you get
2: that one well,
3: you, I'm a detective
0: what'd <laughs> you pay for that one yeah right
2: <laughs> <laughs> he stole it from somebody it's what I uh, have
3: on somebody don't I yeah <laughs> <laughs> I mean, well,
2: we want to thank you, Bob and Norbert. Thank you for thanking us. Um, we'll yeah, we do anyway. want to bring uh, this to everyone's attention. And we will be right back after this short break with our 911 calls. Thanks again for listening. This is Hesley Ray and LA Nick with Minneapolis911.com.
1: with Ricky Rocket. Ricky, you just finished your farewell tour. What's next for the Rocket? The answer is simply. What? Simply self-storage. They've got it all. Both traditional storage for my and equipment to climate control to help control extreme temperatures, dust and humidity for my famous guitars, and talk about safety and convenience. Computerized gate access, 24-hour camera surveillance, and on-site staffing. Simply self-storage. Visit them today at simplyss.com. Their boxes...
0: Ooh, you
4: got it? You got it? I
1: got it. I don't got it. Our boxes...
0: (sighs) Perfect.
1: ...have reinforced sides and moisture barrier. Simply Self Storage. We sell boxes. Find us at simplyss.com.
4: Find out how to get 50%
1: off your first full month. Simply Self Storage. You definitely chose the right place.
0: You're listening to Minneapolis 911. We'll be back in a moment.
1: Tired of the big box store? Hello? Is anybody out there? Had it with mom and pop hardware stores? OMG, it was just here last week. Want something just right? That's Byswingers, your local, larger neighborhood hardware store. At Byswingers, we have it all. Power equipment, outdoor living, hardware, a place where neighbors help neighbors complete that backyard renovation, paint your home, or just let you know what food that cardinal in your tree wants for supper. Byswingers, your local, larger neighborhood hardware store with more. 35 West North to County Road 96, exit 28A in New Brighton.
0: We're back. Minneapolis91.com. I'm Melnick with my co-host Leslie,
2: and we've got Bob Norberg in the store, studio, PI for all of Minneapolis and the world. I'm so sure anyone So I want to know what is. You.
0: It, so you've been what, what? year is this? You've been doing this? How many years?
3: It's about seven and a half right now. So
0: seven and a half years, you've been a, a private investigator, private detective in the city, of Minneapolis. What is like the basic of your craziest case? Like something that somebody
3: wouldn't believe? Well, (laughs) almost all of them. I mean, that's a loaded question. Uh, Well, there's got to be one that sticks out. One of the things, well, probably one. It was another uh, suburb, and uh, I was uh, actually contracted by the police to help them out investigate um, uh, stolen auto parts out of Texas that were coming up the pipeline, 35W, into the cities and getting distributed. During the course of, and I do a lot of stakeouts, doing the course of investigating that, I also found out by, there's a thing called uh, dumpster diving, where I actually go into the dumpsters and pull out the cardboard boxes that you were just advertising. And uh, I found out where they came from, number one, because they had the return address on it. But I also found residue of cocaine. And I turned that over to DEA, and they How did you know nut. it was
2: a cocaine? Did you do a sniff test?
3: Yes. Well, working downtown for 15 years and no problem. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, anyway, it turned out that it was coming over from the border. The, the cartel was involved, and that's when I decided to get out.
2: Yeah. Get, I, to get I, out of that smart. job, anyway. When you were dumpster diving, did anyone come over and like give you a fiver? Like, here you go, poor guy. No oh all I, right
3: it's like two in the morning and i cover up the cameras that are on the dumpsters and you know
2: uh-huh.
3: i've got some background in that area
2: oh interesting i wonder so you, how
3: you you go out downtown at two in the morning
2: yeah and i guess a follow-up <laughs> to that is do you need any other like um like assistance you know like I'm not saying that you should hire me, but like somebody who looks like me, and then I could like act, you know, like like catch people for you too. Don't you need are you, help? Are you
3: interviewing for a job? And the answer is absolutely yes. Uh, I use females. We do undercover work. Uh, we I want to do it. Corporate espionage. Uh, I want to do it. We uh, we have women approach children that we're trying to pick up on. Uh, You know, on the cases where we're getting them back to the rightful parent Mm -hmm. and and the children are more receptive to women. So I use a lot of women. I use uh, some off duty police. Uh They're they're friends of mine.
2: (laughs) Well, the answer is I'll do it. Uh, We can just we can decide what the terms are later as far as how much money. But, I, think, um, I think
0: anybody would run from you. <laughs> <laughs> you just have a bad approach.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'll dance toward them. <laughs> Everyone will run. Um, okay, so tell us about, besides the cartel, which obviously lots of danger involved there, what's another one of your most dangerous cases?
0: Have you almost ever
3: been killed? Like anybody almost ever killed you?
2: Besides when we worked together, you and me.
3: Yeah, well, both. Um when we worked together, uh, that, that was a dangerous uh, proposition. I think I had you downtown to my turf. Uh, I on did. several occasions. Yeah,
2: I came down to your turf several occasions, and you were you were worse off every time I left.
3: <laughs> but uh, there's, I I think the most difficult, and the police will tell you the same thing is domestic calls, and I'm sure you air some of those on here. Yes. On the 911. And when you go into a domestic, you don't know what you're walking into. You, mm-hmm. d- you don't have time to pull up if, if they had weapons. Sometimes you do. You can get prior arrest. You can get a, a history quickly when you walk in. Uh, I've had a weapon pulled on me several times. I've uh, actually done some counter espionage for the FBI. That gets a little complicated where I pull a weapon. Uh-huh. Uh to protect their backs, so okay. that's how I build relationships. And I think there's more rage in domestic.
2: Yeah, it's crimes of passion. People they're have not more rage, more hatred, and, and it, they're it. usually drunk off their asses. Can... This
3: is the time of the year: yeah. suicides and rage. Is right during the holiday season. Well, right across my
0: right across the street from my house is the Government Center parking garage. Somebody jumps off that every year. And, yeah, uh, and I Center have, Village. I have like a s- clear view because they can just walk up there and
3: jump off the top floor.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Nobody stop them.
2: Are you carrying your piece right now?
3: How do you want me to answer that?
2: Well, that's the <laughs> truth. He, yes, is. he is. He just showed me. Do you feel tempted to shoot me? <laughs>
3: <laughs> I think I can refrain.
2: <laughs> Thank you so much, Bob Norberg. That means a lot to me. Um, so another question I have for you is opinion based because like obviously you've worked a lot in the private, which is public sector. Um you've you've worked a lot with the police department, um and the other law enforcement agencies. I brought up the Justine Damon case earlier. This one puzzles me a lot, um, just because the officer shot over his partner to hit this woman, like none of this makes sense to me because all the training would say you would never shoot over your partner, right? I mean, that, that, so so, what's your thought on this? Like, do you have an opinion that you'd be willing to share?
3: Yeah, I've got an opinion. It's basically, that should have never happened. Uh, she called in basically to alert the police on another crime that was unrelated to her. She came out basically in her pajamas or nightgown uh, she was obviously unarmed. Uh, the as as you mentioned earlier, there's not enough information to proceed at this point. Well, about it's just so
0: strange. There's there's really, it's such a strange case that the, they. I mean, all the information's there. Just what do you do with it? Just, well,
3: you have yeah. to interview the the other partner. and You got to get his story. Typically, what I've seen done is they separate the two, and they get two stories apart that they they're not supposed to talk together like oh make sure we tell them this or make sure we tell them and this is what
2: my my reading was is that the partner said and I think his name is Herity or something like that he said they heard a loud noise next thing he knew his partner drew and shot over him he didn't have much to say except for that that we know of I mean that's been printed anyway and the last that I read which was not that I mean this is fairly recent is that Officer Knorr is still refusing to talk to the BCA or anyone so what does that say to you?
3: Well, there's something to hide there if they're, if he's not coming forward. That's just my right. opinion. This isn't the first time we've had a, a cop shooting a citizen. Uh-huh. And and in every case, as you remember, you know, it, it takes a lot of, uh, what do they call it, peeling back the onion to yeah. find out the truth. and And that's what I'm saying is they have to get, you know, all of the information before they can go forward because you don't want to have the case thrown out if he's guilty right so you can't rush into it
2: right and i know
3: that that local minneapolis citizens are concerned about the time it takes for police to respond to a call what happens when they get there a lot of a lot of residents are afraid is he going to pull his weapon out on me you know well you're lucky
0: if they come on a monday and tuesday you're lucky if one ever comes because people don't realize this, on a Monday and Tuesday, there's like three cop cars that only answer 911 calls, and they get logged that backed up. So if, if all of us in this room call 911, one of us is waiting hours, literally hours. So you're this saying is a fact. that
2: when I commit my crimes, it should be on a Monday or a Tuesday? Yes. Okay. So, You're absolutely
0: right that well, we have 720, what 720 some officers yeah. in the whole entire city. Of they Minneapolis.
3: say we always have maybe 15, 20 squads, but what they're talking about is totally amongst the five precincts.
0: Right. So in downtown Minneapolis, I know on most Mondays and Tuesdays there's only two cars that answer 911 calls. Some okay. days only one. One car. So I, do I don't
3: have know where another... you get the
0: information, but it's correct. I I have a lot of police friends, and I know everybody did and I know, I know now you Chief know Rondo. Bob and uh, so, do you, do you ever work with Shane Zahn? No, no. Do you know who Shane? Who is? Yes. Okay. Actually, he worked for me. Really? Yeah, he's works for DID, but he actually works with NPD. Yep.
2: So I do have another question um, before I stop putting you on the hot seat. What is your opinion on the state of crime and social unrest in our city and in the country right now? Do you think we're at, I mean, because you've been through a lot, obviously, well, I'm glad, in your I'm glad span you of your lifetime.
3: It it, First of all, it's in flux because we have a new, new regime in. And everybody, everybody that comes in and takes over for the first time, it's it's like a football coach. Give me a couple of years to, to prove myself. To My opinion is, what you asked, is you bring in uh, the society of spokespersons? These are the ones that show up at the courthouse. They either protest or they bring their issues forward. You bring them in and say, "Look, what's working and what's not." Mm-hmm. Then you bring in your your police and your detectives, and you say, in a separate setting, what's working and what's not. From that, you compile going forward. You put initiatives in the in place if you ask somebody down on north side uh if it took uh 30 minutes to get there with the police but you had a kitten up a tree you know you got to get all the information you can't just blame that and then you say you know somebody on the on television the other day said well we want to police ourselves can you imagine the chaos of saying yeah okay we won't show up at all go ahead
2: yeah, I can imagine lots of uh, more death out there than so we're need seeing the, now. So we, yeah.
3: we need both sides to work together, come to a good conclusion, and and that's called buy-in. Once you have the police and society both agreeing on the initiative, they're going to make it work because they've already got a commitment.
2: Mm-hmm. So, but like historically, I mean, you've seen a lot of ebbs and flow of social unrest and, and crime and do you think now is one of our worst? Do you think now is, meh, nah, not as bad as you've seen in the past? What What's your, like, if, you know, if I have had a scale 1 to 10, how bad do you think?
3: Well, I don't want to go there with the 1 to 10. I like your ebb and flow. Every time there's a, a radical incident, mm-hmm. things are going to get heightened and sometimes too high. Right. You know, all of a sudden we're going to throw... Uh, more police at the problem, or we're going to put more squad cars out there, or you're reacting to a situation. You're not proacting and saying, how about we get out there with the community and work side-by-side, side, especially with these 14-, 15-year-old kids. Right. You tell them you can't have a gun, the first thing they do is they go find one. Right. No. You, you take them shooting to the shooting range with the police. You take them to pick up basketball games. You You get out there and you actually work with the community.
2: So what you're saying is stop putting more suits on our council members and put that money into these programs that do those things for Absolutely. Us. I agree with you 100%. <laughs> First time ever. First time ever. Ooh, this feels good. All right, well, I want to thank Bob Norberg again. Please go to www.pi.com and hire him for all of your investigative needs. I want to thank you again for being on our show. Um, we've got a little bit more when we come back. we got Namely, Our 911 calls. So stay tuned. This is Hesley Ray and L.A. Nick. This is Minneapolis911.com.
1: 40 years ago, and his friends sat on his granny's front porch step and discussed cars, matchbox cars.
2: This one? no
4: not that one look under here that's damaged this one instead cool no one else would have seen that yeah this one is perfect
1: and 40 years later they're still discussing cars only now the cars have grown a little this one no not that one look under here that's damaged see this one instead cool no one else would have seen that and this one yeah that one's perfect how about this one fact is anyone can sell cars but to sell quality inspected cars you have to know what a quality dependable car looks like And when you've got Gene and his team and all that experience, you can't help but win. Star Auto and Truck Sales not only sells you the car, you also get friendly customer service and no-hassle shopping. And because these are hand-picked, quality, mechanically fit cars and trucks, just like on Granny's porch 40 years ago, you get honest value. Something hard to find in today's world. Star Auto and Truck Sales at StarAutoAndTruck.com. Wow, Betty, your remodel looks great. The dining room floor, the gorgeous plush carpet in the living room. Oh, and those kitchen counters are so perfect. I'm so jealous. I want this in my house. Linda, you can. It's easy. I just called Cap Carpet & Flooring and got a free in-home estimate. Then took my ideas to the showroom and Cap's excellent design staff went to work, helping me pick out the perfect style, fabrics, and colors. They really made my ideas come to life. At Cap Carpet & Flooring, we listen to your ideas. And from design concept to Cap's professional installation, Cap makes it easy for your design vision to come to life. Whether it's a remodel or a new home design, Cap helps our customers find the best products for their lifestyle
4: hey linda where
1: are you off to Well, oh, i'm off to cap flooring and carpet i got great ideas for my guest room hey wait for me cap carpet and flooring in new brighton stop in or call for an appointment today 651-636-2617 651-636-2617 cap carpet and flooring where design becomes you
0: And we're back. Minneapolis 911.com. I'm with with my host, Leslie Ray. We have our 911 calls. We're running late tonight. So we're going to get right into our 911 calls. Now. No? guess For we're not. N-
2: n- now. Why? <laughs> <laughs> we were going to get right into yeah. them. But you know what? Our producer, Robert, usurped us again. He's trying to make us fail. No. You just put your finger up. Not in the middle one. We're ready to we're go. Here's, here's our 911 calls.
1: Your remodel looks great. Oh, the shit. <laughs> sorry.
0: Sorry, yeah, that, that,
2: that sounded like her. That was a
0: weird li- sound of dispatch. I
2: was <laughs> so jealous. I never I'm heard so that dispatch jealous. before. Uh, I'm so sorry. It's Car 58, so sorry. we've got a domestic here at the studio. I've never studio. heard that dispatch girl before. <laughs> the Minneapolis 911 studio has erupted into chaos. All Model right. looks great. Oh my the God, the floor, the Robert w. w. Morgan. Okay. If I have to be embarrassed one more time, I'm so sorry. I'm gonna hire www.pi.com to help me.
4: Four, 10. we're behind them. We're gonna be going eastbound on 30th. Or correction, yep, 30th. Six eight one. Tom King. Robert. Copy, Squad so to Assist. Are we in a fleet now? Yep. Northbound 4th. Northbound 4th. 430, second car. Copy. 424, third car. Copy. Alright, passing Lowry. Um, it's going to be for the violation of OFP as well as a solve. You almost struck an officer when he was fleeing. Coming up to uh, passing 33rd now. Speed. Speed fifty. Sergeant. For copies. Passing in thirty-fourth. Four for copies. Start K nine two, passing thirty-fifth. Still north northbound on four. Copy. Available K nine on two. Passing thirty six. Speed. Westbound thirty seven. Copy westbound thirty seven. <laughs> northbound six. You wanna know for the high state patrol in case you hit the highway? Copy on your speeds. These are 35, coming up to Dowling. Copy. Eastbound, Dowling. Copy, eastbound, Dowling. We're stopped here, but he's still on the brakes. And we're going through, still eastbound. Copy, still eastbound. Getting on west 94, and uh, if the sergeant could approve that we leave the city, please. 404, do you know who is driving? Uh, yes, we do, but he almost struck an officer with the car when he was uh, fleeing the scene. Copy, you can we Copy, we're on 94 westbound, approaching 49. Still westbound. Steve, contacted. 957, can you authorize P9 for fourth car, please? Four for copy, go ahead. 957, if I could squeeze in up here, guys. 410, can we have an officer get to the house and see, make sure the car or the kid isn't in the car? And 957's got the lead. 410, we're second. I'll call it. 410, we exited 49th. We're going westbound forty nine Copy. Westbound 49th and exited. 4 4 start 7 Southbound Lindale. Southbound Lindale. 411 will go to the house. Copy. Westbound 48th. Copy, westbound 48th. Past six, approaching Camden. Go westbound, past Camden. Copy. Cell phone Bryant. Copy, cell phone Bryant. 957, we do have a assault two on him for he almost struck an officer, just FYI with the car. And we're westbound 47th. Westbound 47th, And 957, I copy that. Westbound passing Emerson. Okay, we're going on Shingle Creek Parkway, I believe, northwest. Copy. We're Southbound Humboldt from 47th. Southbound Humboldt, 47th. Through Victor Memorial Drive. Copy. Eastbound, 44th. Eastbound, 44th. Southbound, Fremont. Copy, Southbound, Fremont. Past 43rd. Pass 42nd, it is a black Dodge Neon. Copy, black Dodge Neon. Passing 40th. Still southbound, passing Dowling. 955, would you authorize a second canine, please? Passing 35th. Copy, Sergeant, to acknowledge the second canine. Just four cars for now. Eastbound 34th. Copy, eastbound 34th. Through Emerson. 411, the caller does have the baby. Caller does have baby. Child is at the house. Copy that. Passing Bryant. Alright, pass Lindale. Still on 34th. Copy. 411, you might be coming back towards you guys. Southbound 4th Street from 34th. Southbound 4th Street from 34th. Copy, southbound 4th Street. Coming up to Lowry. Still southbound through Lowry. Copy, still southbound. Two thirty first. Four eleven he's coming back towards you, heads up. We're uh eastbound thirtieth. 30th. Eastbound thirtieth. 30th. the vehicle stopped? He exited, we're taking him into custody now, standby. Copy. <laughs> four time we got him in custody at the instant address now. Copy and are you code four?
0: All that just to get arrested.
2: So this call, they were worried that there was an infant or a child in the car for a while. Right. Which would change, in my opinion, Bob, you can comment on this, but like how they would approach that situation if there was a child in the car.
3: Well, there's two things going on here. Uh, The first one is, and this is my opinion, and this happens every night, everywhere in the cities. You either have a spouse or an ex-boyfriend or a girlfriend get into a domestic quarrel, and one of them wants the child. Mm-hmm. In this case, I believe there was a male driving. They were concerned that the child was in the car. That tells me that she called in and said, if you try to take my child, right. I'm going to call the police. Yeah. So they responded. He didn't want to get caught in a situation like that. He could have outstanding warrants. Who knows? Yeah. The fact that he evaded the police to the point where... He and almost comes struck to sec- an officer, right? Correct, and that'll be an assault. Now yeah. he's really in in deep doo doo. Yes, and he's taken off, and that's why the chase. I got a question. Mm-hmm. You might know how
0: many? How many? Just off the top of your head, if you if you haven't guessed it off, how many outstanding warrants you think are in the city of Minneapolis? Thousands. Thousands, right? I Thousands. say it all the
3: time. I, I, eight out of ten people have an outstanding warrant. It, it and and the police and the sheriffs are actually contacting private investigators like myself to go out and help pick up those well, warrants. Well, I
0: was told they're going to do a warrant sweep before Super Bowl to get all the criminals off the street and just hold them in jail for the week of Super Bowl.
2: It'll be a super haul. <laughs>
0: yeah, it's going to be ah, a super haul. That's so,
2: why you got me on the show.
3: One of you had mentioned, um, you can call it false information, or you can call it, are they hiding the the real situation. Yeah. Oh, they're like hiding the real situation. Like no, I I don't I don't like that word. I'm going to disagree. What they're doing is not advertising what's really going on, okay. and that's because the business community and the realtors do not want people to fear that there's heavy crime going on in well, their well, area. But
2: there is. Three
3: years ago, three years ago, I would say you're
0: correct about the business community, but the business community now has turned a leaf that they want it known. In fact. A whole bunch of businesses got together and started a group called Safe, Citizens for a Safer City, put out a whole video of their hidden cameras in their building and showed all the crime and played it on all the news stations. They're done with it. They're done with hiding it. They don't want it hidden anymore. They want action. They want they want people arrested.
2: All
3: right. Let's so that go. So that now,
0: pendulum will swing back. Now yeah. now, who you have hiding it is the, our, our marketing department, Meet Minneapolis.
2: Or not advertising the right, right. way. Correct. Correct. Yes. All right. All right. Let's go
4: to so, next call. Yeah,
3: no. Crime is crime.
4: Hey for a downtown squad that start for a theft at holiday, 601 North 5th Street. Or a uh, male stealing hot dogs. 21 <laughs> year old white male, black hat, black jacket. This is this. 136 copy and route. And he is currently yelling and arguing with the caller in the background. Caller the manager. Squad 136, 4.
0: This is a call you hear like a thousand times a day, either Super America, or Holiday, or, or uh, Walgreens.
2: What's the point of calling that in? I mean, how much does that really cost them? Like, those hot dogs more are for, so gross. It costs
0: more for the cop to come out.
2: Yeah. I think at this point, Super America should just call it a loss. You know, write it off. Just say to your insurance agent that the hot dog was worth two bucks instead of the 20 cents it actually was. Do you remember that Simpson episode where a poo like his hot dog was like rolling on the floor and it had a band aid around it and Homer Simpson ate it? Anyway, I watched two much. No, episodes. but I remember. I, w-
0: I stopped at the Seven Eleven. I stopped at the Seven Eleven on Sunset Boulevard in Hollywood. The true story: Sunset Boulevard in Hollywood. Stopped in there and was going to get a hot dog, and I was right in front of the hot dog thing, and I heard some noise. And I go around the back, and it was, like, one of the biggest rats I've ever seen. Sitting back there, eating a piece of hot dog. Just jumping on it. (laughs) Like,
2: there's just just having the time time of his life back there. He was in costume. And you know what? (laughs) I still
0: bought that hot dog.
2: Yeah, of course you did. (laughs) They're delicious. But you know what? Like, I think maybe our help to the city on this one could be, like, Super America, just... Give them in your hot dogs. They're okay. worth nothing. People stop
0: stop calling the cops for stupid things. Yeah. But listen, this next call is... I don't Not even under, stupid. I don't even understand it.
4: Okay. If you can check the Area 36 in Blaisdell, there's a animal call. There's a female driving a vehicle. She's holding her dog's leash outside of the car window and walking the
0: dog.
2: <laughs> what?
0: She was too lazy to walk the freaking dog, so she was driving around walking it. Too cold.
2: <laughs> is that... Okay. Okay. At what point do you just get a leash for the dog and put it outside your door?
3: That was yesterday. That call was yesterday.
2: I mean, really?
3: Well, I remember what you said earlier. There's maybe one, two squad cars that can respond (laughs) in night downtown. And I said, be vigilant with your 911 calls. Right. So if you've got, so far we've had two calls that are Mm non-essential to one that, it had some meaning. I right. mean,
2: at least that dog was getting a walk. There's been worse animal. Yeah, imagine care if out she, there.
0: imagine if she hit the gas instead of the brake.
2: <laughs> well, that dog will go like, for a by run by accident. Hit. Nice, nice little run like, to warm up. Like
0: that's just that that lady should be arrested for animal cruelty. Well,
2: I, I agree, but that it seems like a call to the humane society, not our cops, when people are being murdered and laying there in the street. So well, I we, don't we know. Maybe that's just me. People love
0: Dean in their car. All right.
2: Well, I want to thank Bob Muellerberg, PI, for being on yeah, the show thanks, tonight Bob, again. It. www.pi.com to reach him. Um, it's been a pleasure having you on the show. I want to thank you for your time. Well, thank
0: yeah, you for we'll having me. You, we'll have you back on again. Yeah, for sure. And uh, you can find Hesley every.
2: You can find me at the, like in person the yeah, third Tuesday person. the third Tuesday of every month at the Uptown VFW twenty nine sixteen Lindale at eight thirty. I run a show there. I will give everyone who comes out hugs. And I run free. a show
0: every Thursday, Friday, and Saturday.
2: Oh, why not being me at
0: the Superstar Bar, which is on seven hundred Hennepin inside right above the Pantages Theater and just go inside Seven Steakhouse and ask them how do we get to the Superstar Bar and then catch me every Wednesday on the Tom Bernard podcast
2: and remember we do this show because we love Minneapolis not because we hate it we bring this up to help the city of Minneapolis get better we're always open to suggestions please give those to us at Minneapolis911.com and
0: check out our past episodes at Uh, Minneapolis911.com yes
2: definitely All right. well we will see you next week we love you this is Hesley Ray with Ellie Nick
0: see ya
1: Been listening to Minneapolis 911 with La Nick and Hesley Ray. Download a new episode every Wednesday morning at 9 a.m. on the Tom Bernard Network and Minneapolis 911.com. For further information on today's and past shows, go to Minneapolis 911.com. Minneapolis 911 post production provided by Nancy Keene and Zachariah Putney. This show is a Robert W. Morgan production. I' am Casey Moo. Thank you for listening to Minneapolis 911.